Hello, and thank you for listening to Renewables, a podcast by Biostar, which aims to explore the current and future energy landscape in America. Good afternoon, and welcome back to Renewables. Thank you so much to all of our listeners and viewers who have been tuning into season three. We have had some really awesome episodes and have some great episodes coming up, including today. We're going to be talking to the Chief Operating Officer of Mantle Capture, Danielle Colson. Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and share a little bit more with your audience about what we're doing at Mantle. Likewise, we are super interested in what your company does. Such a cool application for carbon capture. You're a Breakthrough Energy fellow. We're going to get to that later, but big shout out to Breakthrough Energy. Uh, We've had several fellows on the podcast and always fascinated by their businesses. Uh, But let's start with you. Tell us about your background and how you came to start Mantle Capture. Yeah, absolutely. I like to say it was a series of fortunate events that got us here. Um, I'm originally a mechanical engineer. I have a degree from Duke University. I spent the first five years of my career at Nextera Energy managing natural gas power plants. So hard hat, steel toe boots, uh, getting dirty in the field. Um, At one point, one of the plants I was working at was getting bought out uh, by a PE firm, really got interested in the business side of things. Um, And so I decided to go back to school. I went to Harvard Business School. Uh, I was there during COVID, so I took a little bit of the long route there. Um, so I had a couple internships while I was there, worked for VC, worked for, took a semester off, not wanting to do school online, and uh, worked for a, another startup doing long-duration energy storage, and really got interested kind of in the startup world. Um, I My summer internship there, I interned for BCG, uh, which is where I met Cameron, who is our CEO at Mantle. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Cameron is British. My fiance is Scottish. We bonded over the UK finally reopening to let us come visit. Uh, we became friends and I learned a little bit about what he was doing. Um, he convinced me to take a class the next semester at MIT called Climate Energy Ventures. Um, purpose of the class is really to take people from the Harvard and MIT kind of ecosystem across engineering, science, uh, PhD programs, the business school, the policy schools, kind of everyone bring them together and try to form companies. And so we did. Um, in the class, a team of, I think, seven or eight of us worked on this project. Um, at that point, it really truly was just a project. We were looking at Cameron's PhD work, this new material, and um, trying to get a good grade. Uh, at the end of the semester, we got a little bit of interest from VCs that we were not expecting, um, really were not expecting to take this forward. Um, I graduated and I went to work at BCG for six months. Cameron and Sean, Sean's our CTO, um, had six months left on their PhDs. They continued at school. I continued at BCG. We kind of at that point made the decision to raise on the side. Um, that was early 2022. In March of 2022, we incorporated. And then by May, um, they went full time. And by August 2022, I went full time. And so um, a couple months later, here we are. We are um, a full-fledged company and we are trying to solve carbon capture. So that is so cool. You started this company while in school. I, I love that. We don't hear that story a lot. We've heard some folks who've had some ideas while they're in school, maybe dropped out of school to start a company, but this is unique. And I have to ask, because I'm a big basketball fan and we are recording this uh, with the final four right around the corner. Unfortunately, none of our teams are in the in the big dance. But um, do you root for Duke or Harvard? I have to imagine you probably lean toward the Blue Devils. 
Yeah, I don't think that's really a question. Obviously, yeah, right. a Duke fan. I tented many times during my time at Duke. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Um, yeah, but right now I, I'm rooting for FAU. I live in South Florida, so pretty oh, excited okay. to see them in this. That's really exciting. Awesome. Well, um, Miami is my bandwagon team, actually, because my <laughs> uh, grandparents, grandparents live down there and are sort of involved with the university. So anyways, I digress. Um, really, <laughs> I, I love the story. It's so cool that you... We're in this class and you you kind of garnished interest from private equity about something you were doing. So give us the ele- elevator pitch on Mantle. Tell us, you know, highest level, 10,000 feet. What do you do? Sure. Uh, so at Mantle, we like to say we're the material solution to carbon capture. We have a new material. It's a molten borate uh, that Cameron discovered during his PhD at MIT. Um, what's unique about this material is that it operates in the liquid form at high temperatures. So now what this means is pra- in practice is that most carbon capture is a back-end system. So things like amines, which is what's commonly used right now, you kind of attach this system to the back-end to your flue gas and you capture carbon that way. Now, carbon capture is a super energy-intensive process, meaning you're using a lot of energy, a lot of electricity um, to capture CO2, overall lowering your efficiency of the process and costing a lot of money. What we do is we capture CO2 right within the hot medium. So within the boiler or with wherever kind of your heat source is. What this means is that we expend energy while capturing carbon. But because we're in that hot area, we can recover that energy and utilize that energy. This lowers the energy penalty of capture to nearly zero, uh, making our process up to 60% more efficient than anything that's currently on the market. Okay, and let me just back up a little bit. (laughs) Um, for our listeners and viewers from the highest level, because carbon capture, something that's been talked about for a long time, but as far as actually implementing carbon capture technology, I think maybe you disagree. It's, we're still, you know, kind of in the early days. So talk a little bit, you know, very elementary level. What does it mean carbon capture? Sure. Carbon capture is as simply as removing CO2 from the atmosphere. Um, so really any industrial process, kind of anything we do, remove, remove, uh, emits CO2 into the atmosphere. Um, and we're looking to decrease those emissions. So um, there's two main types of carbon capture right now. There's direct air capture, which is removing CO2 just straight out of the atmosphere. And then there's point source carbon capture, which is removing CO2 where it is emitted. Um, so we are doing at Mantle, we're doing point source carbon capture, which means we are going directly to these large industrial facilities and removing CO2 right where it's emitted. Um, it's important because of uh, because of global warming, right? We're trying to reduce the greenhouse gases that are emitted into the atmosphere. Really cool. And so you've kind of talked about what makes you different. It's much cheaper to use your solution as opposed to others. Um, and the energy that you sort of capture can be stored, transported, reused. Talk a little bit though about, you mentioned as we were prepping for this, um, you know, the, the ability to retrofit old systems as opposed to reinventing new systems. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we like to say we're taking like a hybrid model. We're reinventing systems. Um, we're not looking to come into old boilers right now and and completely retrofit them. Um, what we're doing is we're building steam boilers. So steam um, steam process heat, it's kind of the backbone of all of industry. Um, pretty much every industry uses this, anything from manufacturing to food and beverage to pulp and paper to chemical refiners. 
Um, we are building steam boilers that can capture their own emissions and, and also capture the emissions of other emitters. Um, so we don't necessarily retrofit the um, kind of existing systems. We build new steam boilers and can capture the emissions of some of the older systems that are and allow them to stay in place. Awesome. And you sort of alluded to this, but tell us what kind of customers you're working with and who really benefits the most from your technology. Yeah, absolutely. So in the short term, I'd say we're working with anyone who uses steam or process heat, really what anyone who has any kind of boiler. Um, in the long term, we're working with anyone who operates at high temperatures. Um, so the material can be applied really anywhere that you have high temperature applications. Um, and a lot of these applications really don't have great solutions for decarbonizing them until now. Um, I would say any industrial user can benefit from our technology. Um, and then yeah, anyone who really is using steam, process heat, or just high temperatures in general. Yeah, and I think, you know, probably half, maybe more of our listeners are sort of in the business, if you will, and probably can really appreciate, um, and not that the ones who aren't in the business can't, but just to, I mean, I it, this really is such a big deal. When you look at the CO2 emissions of steel plants and chemical refining and some of these industries that you've mentioned, um, it's just amazing. Everybody thinks about passenger cars and I need an electric car and that's sort of the problem or it's easier to relate, I guess, to things that everyday people use every day in our own lives. Um, but but man, the big emissions really seem to be um, in some of these industries that you're talking about. So can't stress enough how big of a deal this is and and how awesome this is. So I say the word awesome too much, so forgive me. Um, <laughs> so you're a relatively new company, right? Um, you're a part of the Breakthrough Energy Program and a Breakthrough Energy Fellow. Talk a little bit about Breakthrough Energy, that program, what it means to you and how it's helped your business grow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Breakthrough Energy is a program that was originally um, started by Bill Gates and his foundation. Um, and it has been really, really incredible for us. It, it has provided us with non-dilutive capital that has really allowed us to focus on the research and development side of our technology. Um, a lot of kind of tough tech, hard tech, whatever you want to call it, fails early on because it just takes a lot of money um, to figure this out in the lab and to get it going. And so being part of this program has really given us the resources, the mentorship to um, Take our, our, take our technology and test it further and really help bring it to the stage where it's commercially viable. Okay, our listeners will want to know, have you met Bill Gates? <laughs> the million dollar question. Uh, we did meet Bill. He came to our welcome week uh, last year. He got a great photo and um, it was really cool to see kind of how this is such a focus um, for him and something that he truly cares about. Very cool. Well, I want a copy of that photo for the uh, show <laughs> materials. That will definitely help garnish some interest on LinkedIn. So um, that's we'll send really it cool. over. Awesome. So talk a little bit about um, regulations, right? There's obviously a lot of wind at the sails, if you will, of kind of the renewable energy energy industry and um, a lot of regulatory changes that have been coming down the chute for a long time, decades, but seems to be really picking up steam, if you will, to use a pun. To use a pun. Um, talk a little bit about any local, state, federal regulations that help or maybe hurt your business. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so overall, I would say there's a lot of government support behind what we're doing. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA bill, I think most people are probably familiar with at this point, um, has some really incredible sources of funding and really incre- incredible support for what we're doing. Um, we're hoping to really take advantage of kind of some of the federal as well as hopefully local um, support behind what we're doing. Um, as far as regulation, um, I would say all of the regulation that's out there is about lower emissions, people making maybe less at the you know federal level right now, but more as individual companies and uh, maybe local governments make commitments towards net zero or towards lowering their emissions. And so um, all of those commitments are really just support and fueled um, showing that what we're doing is needed and um, hopefully convincing people that this is a, a good path to go down. And you just started this with just a few, obviously very intelligent individuals. How big is your team now? We are now up to 10 as of Monday. So as of three days ago, we were up to 10. <laughs> All right. Well, congrats on the hire. Uh, sounds like that was probably a hire. And just tell me a little bit. I'm in sales, so I'm always curious, um, you know, shifting a little bit away, I guess, from the technology and more into like customer procurement. How do you how do you procure new customers and and find customers who can benefit from using your technology? Yeah, great question. Um, so we like to say we're per, we're kind of following a partnership model, um, and that's just because what we're doing is so closely integrated with any customer. Um, we're really excited about anyone who's excited about what we're doing. So um, that's kind of sounds cheesy, but we don't do a lot of outbound. We really look for inbound and people who are interested in what we're doing. Um, we are looking for customers who want to decarbonize their sites. Um, and frankly, that's a lot of different places and there's a lot of different options. Um, we're looking at people who have set really aggressive net zero goals or really aggressive decarbonization goals. Awesome. And is it expensive to implement your solutions? Talk a little bit about, you know, paybacks or sort of some of the boundaries or, or restrictions, I guess, to adoption. The cost of greenhouse warming, of of kind of not doing anything here is expensive. And so our technology is um, kind of equivalent to everyone who has one of these boilers has to do something with it, whether at at some point you have to replace this boiler, at some point you have to retrofit it, at some point you have to overhaul it. And so um, building our technology is kind of the equivalent to doing that. There's really not much of an added cost to what we're doing compared to what you would already have to do with your boiler. Um, So we think that's pretty cool. We're looking to drive down costs, um, obviously, as we build larger scales of our model, of our, not our models, of our uh, plants, costs will drive down. Um, And so we think it will be very economic kind of with what you're currently doing with no carbon capture right now. Great. And I guess looking towards the future, What do you think the future holds for Mantle? You're obviously in early days. What are you working on today to prepare for success in the future? Absolutely. Uh, We're working on building out our tech. We're working to continue to test different things in the lab. Um, We're looking at building our first demo, which we hope to have commercial very soon. Um, It will be, it will capture five tons of CO2 per day and it will put out one megawatt thermal of steam. We're looking to have that on site at a customer site um, very, very soon. So that's pretty exciting. We're looking to expand to different industries. One thing really cool about what we're doing is that we don't just need to focus on one industry. Steam is kind of overarching across all the industries. And so um, we're looking to expand and then we're hopefully looking to expand beyond the U.S. as well. So um, kind of a lot of short-term goals and then long-term goals of just uh, building as many plants as we can and helping to reduce kind of worldwide CO2 emissions. 
Awesome. So if a potential customer is listening to this podcast, um, help kind of define, I, I know you mentioned if you have a boiler, um, but help sort of define or set some boundaries to how, how can they evaluate themselves to better understand if they might be a fit. Speak a little bit to how big of an operation do they need or, or some of the, I guess, key indicators you look for uh, to define a successful partner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think there's any size that's too small or too big. Um, our demo, like I said, is capturing five tons, one megawatt thermal. Um, we have designs that are scaling up uh, about 50, time, 50 times that, um, or I guess probably more than that. Um, we have designs that are scaling up pretty large, um, everything from this little small unit up to large coal plants. And so um, I would say anyone who is excited about decarbonizing their sites, anyone who is interested and willing to kind of look at some new, interesting designs, um, specifically anyone who is interested in citing a pilot for STEAM, um, please reach out and we'd love to chat. Um, and we'd also love to chat if you think, you know, this is something that at the commercial scale you might be interested in later on as well. Very cool. Good to know. And I will, we're talking to customers every day, all over the country, mostly, you know, commercial and industrial folks who are interested in renewable energy, but we're going to stay on. I'm going to make you stay on for a couple of minutes after this. So I can ask some questions because I, I have some ideas <laughs> uh, about potential folks who, who would be interested in this. And really it starts with, as, as you've said, folks who have set pretty aggressive CO2 reduction goals and net zero emissions goals and you know, setting the goal is the easy part. Uh, it's executing and implementing those goals that that becomes challenging. And even uh, you know, the the low hanging fruit, if you will, only gets you so far. So, I'm really fascinated to meet you. I'm so appreciative of Breakthrough Energy and of you and Mantle Capture. I really look forward to following along with your journey and and seeing. Uh, the damage you can do in a good way in the future because uh, <laughs> I'm fascinated by your business. So thank you. Tell our listeners and viewers how they can follow you and Mantle Capture online or even better reach out if they want to connect. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here, David. If anyone is interested in talking about this further, um, you can check out our website, www.mantelcapture.com. Um, you can also reach out over email, info at mantlecapture.com. Um, would love to hear from anyone. Where does the name Mantle come from? You know, there's a lot of a lot of good stories I could give you. It's a play on kind of the mantle of a fireplace, um, the high temperatures, the fire. Um, some people like to say it's a play on like the core of the earth. The truth of the matter is we debated this for about six months and then there came a day where we just had to have a name. And so... <laughs> Here we are. We're mantle. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Danielle. And thank you to the folks over at Breakthrough Energy who helped make this happen. We're so appreciative. And of course, thank you to our listeners and viewers who continue to tune in week after week and make this podcast a success. If you haven't already, make sure and click that follow button so you never miss an episode. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming out here in season three. This has been another episode of Renewables. I'm your host, Chief Commercial Officer at Biostar Renewables, David Smart, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you. Hello, and thank you for listening to Renewables, a podcast by Biostar, which aims to explore the current and future energy landscape in America.